ladies and gentlemen, this is Bright Crack, your weekly wedding podcast for great company, banter, and good times. Now let's crack on. Hi Hannah, welcome back to Bright Crack. It's amazing to have you back on the show. Hi, thanks for having me. It's our pleasure. So I think time-wise, this is, is really fortuitous because you've just literally just finished writing a chapter for our new wedding planning books. And I've learned so much inside that chapter. <laughs> it's amazing. It's so well written. And I think this is the perfect opportunity to actually kind of expand on those ideas and maybe drill into them a little bit more. And uh, But before we get started, um, I'd just like to invite you to introduce yourself to everybody and tell them what you do, uh, just in case sure. they haven't caught any of your previous uh, videos with us. Yeah, that's fine. So um, I'm Hannah. I work for Hannah Larkin Photography and I'm a London-based wedding photographer, but I travel across the UK and overseas photographing um, beautiful weddings. Um, and I've got kind of a natural and relaxed style and I tend to focus on capturing emotions and uh, telling a story through my photos. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, mm. One of the stories that you told in your chapter well, mm-hmm. you start. You actually, you mentioned it, um, but I want to dig into it more. Your yeah. wedding <laughs> shoes. Where, My wedding where, shoes. <laughs> where, where did the inspiration, the idea, come from for your wedding shoes, and where did you source them? Okay, so um, so my husband is shorter than me, so I didn't want to have heels. So I was looking for flat wedding shoes, and um, I just wanted something that would sort of make me smile and maybe make me laugh if I was feeling a bit nervous before I got married. And I found these amazing um, white flat shoes by Marc Jacobs that have a, a little mouse face on the front. So they've got sort of sticking out whiskers and ears. Um, and I just thought that's perfect. They were sort of mostly hidden under my dress, but you know, my guests loved it that occasionally these little mice yeah, would peek out. <laughs> And it definitely made me smile. So yeah, I sourced them from a boutique in Paris and had them sent over. But yeah, it was uh, definitely like a nice kind of quietly quirky touch that I had in my wedding. <laughs> it, it really caught it really caught my attention because um, another one of our, our chapter writers is a celebrant, mm-hmm. and she mentioned about shoes specifically because she's got very large feet, um, so she struggles okay. with footwear. And she said one of one of the big uh, stories that she told to help brides was really to, to really really think about your footwear. It's so important. Um, mm. So the story just struck, struck a chord with me, and I thought, oh wow, you know, footwear people. That that's the buzz for this for the rest of yeah. this year and next year. It's all about the footwear. <laughs> you got to think. You got to think. Yeah, ahead. comfort for dancing, but also something to make you smile. Yeah. yeah. So um, obviously, I think we better rewind right back to the beginning, Hannah, and mm-hmm. let's have a look at. Uh, share with us a little bit about how you got into photography and how that started because I think it's very very interesting when we talk to other wedding suppliers about how the sort of their genesis and their origin story our yeah. our wedding photographer amazing guy loved him loved him to bits um, and when I found out the history the steps that he'd taken to become a wedding photographer I mean I was just shocked because he was going to be a professional gamer okay he was then going to be a molecular biologist he was then going to be a videographer, and then eventually he found a way to express himself through photography, and it was the medium that allowed him to to really explore what he wanted to do creatively, and I just thought that's incredible. Mm. So share with us your story. Yeah. Yeah, let's see where, let's see where it goes. Well, 
I started I started taking pictures when I was when I was little, probably about I don't know, maybe six or seven. Um, my my mom has ME, and so she was sort of having to spend more and more time at home and in bed. So the camera was a way that I could go out with my dad and my sister, and kind of capture a bit of what we'd seen, right, and, and then the and then in. show her yeah. later. And obviously, that, this was back in the days of film, so it would be kind of a month or so later once we'd posted it off and got the pictures back that I could share it with her. But it was really about sharing experiences and and letting her sort of see the adventures that we'd been on. Um, so that sort of started started photography and then um, as I got older I really uh, caught the travel bug mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah I hadn't I hadn't traveled much my first my first plane flight was when I was 19 but right. by the time I was 25 I'd been to every continent I'd spent kind of months traveling at a stretch um, and again taking photos throughout that partly to show my mom and okay. let her travel with me but um, and also as kind of a record of those experiences, so as uh, good memories to look back on. Um, so that's sort of where the photography came, and so I realised I was taking lots and lots of photographs quite intensively whilst I was away, and then not touching my camera so much when I right, got back. Right. Okay. So that was your inspiration then. <laughs> yeah, and and then I got married, and so I think um, the process of finding photographers and looking through wedding photographers' work made me realise kind of really how powerful um, wedding photographs can be. Um, and how much they can, how they can capture, and, and what they can show, and it made me, made me really intrigued by that. So I started taking photos of of people, really, not weddings, so um, newborns and families, which are things I still really like to yeah. do. Um, and and yeah, and then and sort of almost by accident got my first wedding. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. I get. Um... Mm -hmm. I get what you're saying about the travel and the photography, actually, because I'm useless um, at taking photos of people, actually. I've really had yeah. to double down with Xander <laughs> to try and, you know, just force myself to, like, you know, make the memories, make the memories. And um, But when I'm away, like when I'm traveling, I can't mm -hmm. help myself. And we just watched our uh, slideshow that I put together from Iceland um, yesterday. And okay. I'm watching it back, and I was like, James did you actually make this? You shot these pictures? I was like, wow, yeah. this is incredible. And it's, I think the same thing is true of all of your wedding memories, isn't it? You don't, mm. you appreciate it more and more and more as the years go on. You go back to those things. And I know yeah. you're a big advocate of wedding day slideshows. Um, I am, yes. <laughs> they are fantastic things to have and they're so easy to consume and they're so yeah. fun. Yeah, and I, I think slideshows and albums are both are both fantastic ways of kind of um, having a collection of images that's not sort of overwhelming. It's not kind mm. of maybe every image from your wedding day, but it's in a in a way that you can easily share it with friends and family. And and I think what you're what you say is right. Like they do get more important over time, and um, you get to the point. You know, I remember looking at my parents' wedding pictures, and I can still kind of feel the big. They've got a big purple felt-covered yeah, album. Yeah, one of those, I remember right? <laughs> like sitting on the sofa with them and looking at those pictures and always wishing there were more. <laughs> mm. um, but yeah, so I think those images do become more important over time. And so, yeah, it is perhaps one of the few bits of your of your wedding day that kind of stays with you beyond the wedding day and and sort of even through generations that people you know they're really important images that people do hold on to and look back on. It's. It's one of the funny things that, that stayed with me throughout basically my 
all the time I've spent working in the wedding industry, this has been one of the core things I've always thought about. And it's mm-hmm. when you're in the run up to the wedding and you're so focused on, on putting it all together and planning, you cannot possibly imagine or feel or appreciate what your memories will mean to you after yeah. the fact. It's only after the fact that you understand the value of these things. And yeah. since we were already on a roll, we decided to watch um, Xander's Naming Day slideshow. Yeah. And also we made a video. I just um, I stuck a camera, one of our cameras at the back, filmed it, um, and we watched it and just thought, we were just transported back to that time. And it was, it was yeah. just a magical experience. But prior to that, for our own wedding, we were, and this is leading up to my next question for you, we mm-hmm. were working in the wedding industry. And so we spent all of our time around other wedding suppliers. And we had to okay. choose wedding suppliers for our own wedding. And it was complicated yeah. because I knew, as, as a wedding videographer, um, I knew how much of an impact I could possibly have on the event. Mm-hmm. And uh, my presence was obviously um, a factor um, at the time wedding videos especially at the beginning wedding videos had a very very poor reputation and it was something that yeah. I was always going to break um, I was constantly shrinking the cameras trying to get smaller trying to get more discreet but the average idea was sort of ex-BBC guy big camera shoulder mounted camera, camera. yeah, yeah and it's just not it's not the look that most people go for and come to come to sort of our wedding we were thinking ah you know I know what it means do we do we want our wedding filmed and the answer was absolutely but do we want somebody there um, in the nicest possible way with an agenda trying to mm-hmm. make an amazing wedding film for their portfolio and that mm-hmm. was a that was sort of like because a tussle because we worked in the industry ultimately we decided to film parts of it um, okay. with our gear uh, I just got my brother to kind of operate the cameras and it was yeah. very very simple and low-key and it's brilliant and I'm so glad we did <laughs> and my advice to everybody is just have your wedding filmed especially now because the quality bar is so high um, mm-hmm. and it's just phenomenal so obviously from your perspective um, you had to choose not one wedding photographer but two because you had two weddings so yeah. that process that everybody goes through that agonizing kind of trying to drill down who it, who it is that's going to produce those amazing memories you yeah. had to do it twice. So do you want to share with us how you <laughs> went about that process and what it felt like and sure. how did it work? Yeah, well, I guess maybe I was lucky in that I was doing this before I was part of the wedding industry. Mm-hmm. So um, I maybe didn't, maybe that makes it easier in Slightly a way easier, not, to, right. not to know lots of people, but maybe it makes it harder also because you're not so sure what you're what you're looking for. Right. Um, so yeah, so we had, we had two weddings, one in uh, the UK and one in Malaysia. Um, and so, yeah, I went through this process of choosing photographers twice and I found it really difficult, if I'm honest. I looked at hundreds, literally hundreds of right. wedding photographers um, and found lots that I didn't like. Okay. <laughs> um, and realized I could tell quite quickly that, you know, the style just wasn't for me. It was, I didn't think I could have put into words what style it was I was looking for at the start. But okay. when I started looking at images, I could sort of say like, no, I don't like this. I like that. And sort of managed to work out that the style I, I liked was a more relaxed style. It's quite a light and natural, not very posed, um, but kind of with some some portrait shots still. Okay. So that was the kind of style that I found myself being drawn to. Um, and yeah, eventually, eventually managed to 
to choose our photographers. Um, and in the UK, we have the benefit of being able to meet them and, and talk to them, yep. <laughs> which I think is so important. But I was really pleased that for um, our Malaysian wedding, we were able to FaceTime and, mm. and chat with our photographer beforehand so that I just think it's really important. The photographer is going to be with you so much on your wedding day. To me, it would feel quite odd to have that person who's going to be right there be a complete stranger on their wedding sure. morning. So it was really important that I got to... I got to meet them and I got to talk to them and explain, you know, what bits were really important about the days, which were a bit different for the two the mm, two different yeah, wedding ceremonies and what what we really wanted. So that yeah, on the day we could sort of be like, Oh, hi, you're here, that's great and kind of relax that they they knew what it was that we wanted and that sure. we were confident that the images would be would be good. So you found that the personal connection with them as well as the style was really yeah. really very important really important um a lot more important than i thought at the beginning i think at the beginning i was like right i just need to find pictures i like and that will work (laughs) but but um but the more i kind of researched and the more i read the different websites and i was sort of learning more about the photographers as well the more i realized that actually you know of course people are very different too right and you need to find a person that you fit with as well as some images that you love so i think it's that tricky combination of finding the two together and then you know you found the right photographer yeah that's good i like that that's simple yeah in in my sort of (coughs) entire experience of filming weddings um right at the bottom was um, a couple that commissioned us to film their wedding and didn't want us there and it was the most awkward thing in the universe because they didn't want their wedding filmed decided that we were the best people to have around considering that they didn't want anybody there (laughs) right okay Okay. um but i think they want it it must have come down from you know maybe parents or or something something came down and they didn't want it and it was an incredibly i would say for us very very hard work because we were constantly Mm. aware that we weren't a valued um presence on the day but here's the story um, we came home and I worked on it and we worked so hard that day. I mean, we made sure that we did everything um, n- as we normally would. Uh, you know, we just gave it yeah. everything we had. I came home, I edited it, I sent it to them and I thought, oh, you know, they didn't want it in the first place. Here we go. This is, this is the best that I've got. I've poured my heart and soul into this. And they yeah. came back and they were just showers of praise and tears oh. and happiness. And, and it was such a turnaround. And I thought, wow, that, that was such a such a fantastic thing but at the same time that the best the best testimonial I ever received was the bride told me that if their house was burning down the one thing she would grab on the way out is the her wedding Aww. video and I thought well <laughs> that's, that's nailed it good that's good nailed it so I thought, yeah that's a pretty good testimonial so I guess um yeah the, there's that massive need to connect with your wedding suppliers isn't there and I think yeah. nowadays it's probably a lot easier than it's ever been with our our video calling and yeah. certainly meeting and th- people in person. I think it does make a real difference to the images as well. So it makes a difference to how you feel. It makes a difference that you feel relaxed, that you feel like you know this person, that you can trust them. But that actually translates into the photography as well, I think, because sure. you can see that they're more relaxed. It's more natural, you know. I know how I can make them laugh because I know enough about them that I can I can do that. And then we get real lovely natural emotions captured. That's I'm glad you pointed that out, actually, because our photographer, let's just say, him and me were geeks. Let's let's just let's just kind of like <laughs> let's just say that. And um, 
we had a fancy dress kind of disco the night before and okay. I was struggling because I'm not really a big fancy dress guy. I thought, who 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 could I represent that would, would class as fancy dress? I thought, I've got to go as somebody from Star Trek. I'm going to go as James T. Kirk, my space dad. So okay. I got myself like a Star Trek top um, and just wore black trousers, um, like from the original series. And um, the photographer kind of keyed in on this. And because he understood that genre... We had loads yeah. of photos taken where we had loads of lens flare and kind of like, you know, sort of yeah. um, diffused lighting and stuff. And it's that keying into the understanding between kind of client and supplier. And when you get that match right, like you say, that's when you get those really, really kind of amazing images that, you, that yeah. are totally you. Yes, and, uh, exactly. You that reflect you as a couple. That's what's, I think, so important. Not like just a generically good wedding picture. You want Bingo. a wedding photo of the two of you that is about that you. That really and shows speaks you. and really says, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. That's probably the third tip then. You've got to get that, that balance right so that then you get the photography that is absolutely you. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So... You're also a psychologist, which is very interesting. Um, it's a bit like my, my sort of molecular biologist. Um, how do you think that sort of helps and, and adds to, to your approach to wedding photography? Yeah, I realize it's a slightly unusual mix, but I think there's a lot more crossover than people mm. maybe expect. <laughs> um, I guess, yeah, while I was as training as a psychologist I, I kind of got really cued into looking for emotions and looking for connections between people and looking at relationships and um, I think those skills are so so helpful when I'm working as a photographer because I really can pick up on those kind of little cues of emotion and enhance them in a picture make them more noticeable that way that I can kind of understand those moments of connection um, I'm also pretty good at calming people down. So if we've right, got wonderful. anyone feeling anxious before their wedding, it's, you know, I can bring some of those psychology skills on board at that point. And Which is basically everybody always. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It's a good skill to have in the back. So it can be, it can be a useful backup skill then. Um, but yeah, I guess just making people feel that they can be relaxed, that they can be open and honest about their feelings. And then that lets me capture those emotions in the pictures. So yeah, I think, I think it does work and I I really like the balance so I'm someone who finds having two two kind of different but with links uh, roles going on at the same time is what works best for me it gives me um, more space to think about each each job in a way so yeah I like the balance that the two bring but I do think it it does also add something different to the wedding photography I know that um it's probably been covered in, in a lot of places and in a lot of ways, but photography, mm. wedding photography uh, specifically, is a, a lot of it is about anticipation, isn't it? Anticipation of the moment, yeah. reading the scene. So I imagine that having an understanding of how people connect and interact, when you walk into a room, you probably you probably do it automatically, don't you? You're actually working out where the where the connections are and what's going to happen, and that must be almost like a superpower, actually, for photography. I imagine. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think, you know, if it's something that you've, you've sort of trained and you're very used to looking for those kind of, um, like you say, the kind of the signals that some, mm. some emotion is about to be shown or the connections between different people in the room, I think it really does help so that I can pick up on um, perhaps the, the people who, who I should focus on in the speeches when there's going to be a connection, I can see what's going to happen. Um, or just sort of, yeah, knowing that the, the people that are most important and really looking for moments that capture that specific relationship. 
Excellent. I, I remember from our wedding day that the emotions, particularly mine, were all over the shop, up and down yeah. like a yo-yo. And I had to go outside at one point and just breathe because I didn't think, I mean, I considered myself like quite a calm person, really, and didn't think I would mm-hmm. become overwhelmed. But it was overwhelming. And I think it trips a lot of people up. So I guess having that support from your suppliers is, is again, if you, if you know that it's there, it's just another reassurance, isn't it? That you're in safe hands and safe company. Yeah, and I think you're really right. The emotions can go all over the place on a wedding <laughs> day. <laughs> I know I, I tend to try and uh, message my couples the night before to kind of reassure them if they can't sleep, that it'll still be fine. <laughs> like, I think I got about four hours sleep before my wedding. Oh, wow, right. I still enjoyed the day. So I'm like, don't worry if that happens, you know, it's, it's okay. Don't, don't stress out about getting to sleep. And that the emotions go all over the place. And sometimes, you know, obviously there's a lot of joy and excitement and happiness, but also sometimes there are real moments of um, of sadness, like the toast to absent friends sure. can be. But that can also be a really beautiful and really poignant moment to capture. So I think it's about getting the balance and showing all of the different emotions of the day that, that really makes the story kind of complete. Mm. So what would you say is are the aspects of the photography that you enjoy the most? What really, really drives you? It's an interesting question because I think really what drives it is less about the photography maybe and more about the connections. Okay. So the fact that I can get to know a couple and get to know them really well and get to know what's important to them, what they're really excited about, what they're most looking forward to about the day. And then I guess I just use the photography as a way of capturing that and then sharing it back to them so that they can continue to look over it and share it with other other people to come. But yes, I think that photography is a vehicle for what, what I enjoy, which is building those relationships with people. And yeah, I feel really lucky that um, a lot of my couples have kind of gone on to become friends. Mm. And sometimes I get to continue their journey sort of with newborn shoots or you know maternity shoots and then that's family really, shoots as really well nice. yeah. and that's really special to kind of you know follow that relationship and know that you're kind of continually adding more and more memories that are going to be that are going to be really treasured yeah i think yeah if you find a wedding photographer that can become your family photographer that's something really special that tells you that you've done yeah. something super right i think that's it's a really nice thing yeah it's cool that you mentioned about um, connecting with your couples, actually, because unknowingly, I think that's something that Rachel and I really, really did do. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the last weddings that we ever filmed, um, the couple was so into their their themes. I mean, they, they, they planned okay. the whole thing, super DIY. Um, she is a, uh, a magazine writer, uh, mm-hmm. and he was a, uh, a pilot. And so they okay. had themes of sort of fashion, they had themes of flying, they loved dinosaurs. So the bar was covered in wow. dinosaurs. Um, and they had all these cool, quirky things all over the place. And it was yeah. such an amazing wedding. I loved, I absolutely loved every second of being yeah. there. It was such a privilege and a pleasure. Um, and I even got to go the day before and sort of film all the setting up, the teepee going up and stuff. So that's really cool. Okay. And if they're watching this, hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one of the things I, I keyed in on was their love of these little details. And yeah. I bought off Amazon a, a tiny little, um, I think it was a, is it a stegosaurus? It was a triceratops, tiny little triceratops. Mm-hmm. And I took one of their order of services um, from the wedding, which had a map 
of all the things that were going to go on during the day on the back. It was a hand-drawn map. And um, I incorporated that into the film by having the dinosaur move around the oh, map for the different chapters so cool. and stuff. And I loved, yeah. I loved that. I loved that thing. I loved that bit of being able to take what's special to the couple. Yeah. You know, and, and, and layer it into the work. I think that's, that's amazing. So, again, maybe that's our fourth tip. Yeah. Look I for think, somebody that's going right. to understand you. And if, if they do know you, they can capture things that, you know, like like you say, that's a great idea, having the dinosaur move around the <laughs> wedding map. But, you know, you had to know them. You do have to, to know, know them. that that's what they wanted and mm. to know that's something they'd really appreciate. And it lets you kind of add, really takes your photography up a level, takes the product up a level by by knowing them and being able to tailor it more to their personalities and what you think they'll they'll really appreciate the most. Nice, yeah. So I, I guess that when you're looking at someone's portfolio, um, and I'm actually thinking back to the shot you took of the couple outside the, the fire station. Um, yep. <laughs> if you look at someone's portfolio, you'll probably see that in their work, won't you? You'll see the individuality in the weddings. Yeah, I guess. I guess there's maybe maybe you would see some portfolios where it's essentially it could be the the same wedding, but it, it's lots of different couples, but it's almost the same, the same photograph yeah. every time. Mm. And maybe what you're looking for is something where. Um, it shows a bit more of the personality of the couple and that that shines out of the pictures. Yeah, I like it. That's cool. Mm. So what would you say really inspires you then about, about wedding photography? Um, I, I mean, I think I'm probably quite like you, James, in that I get really inspired when people put a lot of effort into right. their wedding. Right, okay. You like, you like their excitement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like their excitement. I like it when they don't just kind of have this checklist of like a wedding must include all of these things and that's how we'll do it. I like it when couples sort of stop and go, right, this is a way for us to celebrate, you know, getting married. What is it that's most important to us? How can we make that part of our wedding? How can we bring that in? And I think, um, yeah, that's when you can... I think they maybe feel more relaxed because their wedding is the way they want it. It feels really right, like it gels with them as a person, the way that they're choosing to celebrate. Um, so yeah, that's what really excites me is when I can see their personality in the wedding day. Excellent. Well, Hannah, that's been um, phenomenal, actually. I can't believe how much ground we've <laughs> covered in such a short time. But I mean, those, those are some killer tips. Um, I would have thought that anybody sort of watching or listening to this would have a very clear idea of how to go online and actually start whittling down the who. Um, and it really is important to get it right. It's not a rush job, is it? It really is something no. that needs a lot of consideration. And yeah, it's definitely worth taking your time on it. Mm, brilliant. Well, thanks again, Hannah, for, for joining me. Um, it's been absolutely awesome to have you. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. <laughs> cool. So, um, yeah, we'll hopefully get to speak to you soon. And um, obviously look out for Hannah's chapter in our, in our wedding planning book. Great. Hannah, thanks so much. And okay. Take care. Take care. Bye for Bye. now.